0: Hello, I'm Alice Murray, Editor of The Drawdown, and I'm delighted to be joined again by Mike Dickey, Head of Product at MUFG Investor Services. Hi, Mike. Hi, Alice. Hey. Um, So following on from our recent discussion where we were looking at outsourcing and and working in partnership with third-party providers, another facet of the industry that's been gaining a lot of attention since the onset of, of the pandemic is ESG. Now, clearly ESG isn't anything new for private equity, but it feels as though the tone of the conversations ha- has really changed. So given the monumental impact on both health and financial crises on the business landscape, ESG has risen to the top of the agenda. However, there's still much work to be done in practical terms in how ESG impacts are measured and reported on. So, Mike, to your mind, what has been, uh, sorry, why has ESG been such a big focus over the past couple of months?
1: Well, I, I, you're, you're definitely right. It's certainly been a hot topic. Um, you know, I, I think it's been building for a long time. Um, you know, there's, I guess, all sorts of things that are pushing on it. Um, you know, pandemics kind of bringing light to some of this. Um, but I think, you know, what we've been seeing in finance is, is you know, kind of a cascade of things you know you had the CEO of BlackRock come out and 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 say how climate would impact the way they invest in the future Mm. you know ILPA has been pushing you know they've got a an ESG template they've been pushing that um and then you know I think there's other things like regulation so drivers um which tend to push us and focus the mind a lot more uh, our, our upcoming changes. Mm-hmm. Things like the sustainable finance framework for impact funds, you know, and, and, and probably mostly, I'd say, finally, I think LPs are, are kind of starting to, to push harder on on the GPs, which also gives us, certainly, you know, there's always one major factor in, in, in bringing something to the fore.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay um yeah so yeah this is this is absolutely um increasingly on the on the agenda for lps so where where would you say the tension lies between gps and lps when it comes to esg i
1: i think i think it, there's certainly been a a push and pull between gps and lps um you know let's be honest gps uh are always you know, they're loathe to provide more data that isn't readily available or or, or part of their investment strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, additionally, there's a cost both in gathering that data, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, it's a bit of a Pandora's box if those assets don't, you know, if those companies and those assets don't have policies around ESG. I mean, if if you think about it, I think I was reading the other day, PE firms, you know, average hold time is between about four and five years. So, you know, ESG is competing for funding with other priorities of those assets that, you know, may not generate that short-term gain. Uh-huh. Um, you know, other firms that do think about ESG are, are actually looking for alpha. And, and, you know, and whether that be through, you know, carbon footprint, excuse me, carbon footprint reduction or, or you know, other initiatives, um, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, the viewpoint that, that we're seeing. The, the LPs we speak to are, are really looking at it from a sustainability, governance, and social impact perspective. You know They want to know that they're not doing harm and, and really that their managers are aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, you know, that's sometimes what puts the GPs and the LPs at odds with their objectives.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, this, this question of alignment is an interesting one. So say if if there is a GP um, that is truly aligned with its entire set of of LPs when it comes to ESG objectives. ESG is still such a broad collection of essentially everything Mm non-financial, as as you say. Um, And there have been some reports that have come out recently that are highlighting that actually it's quite a small number of managers that are really delivering in this area. So why do you think this is?
1: Um, You know, I think the biggest challenge that we see is, you know, is data availability and really gathering that data. Um, uh, You know, for investment managers, if it's not a focus, it's not something that is going to be available. I mean, there's, if you think about it from the public side, you know, data available is still patchy even there from from the data providers. For private firms, those data sets, you know, are, are weaker by multiples. You know, adding to that that there aren't really any, you know, defined standards that you know for collection or normalization. That that you know kind of adds to the complexity. I mean, you know, ILPA has a template for for data providers. You know, or excuse me, ILPA has a template for you know data collection, and then you know you have other providers who have you know different templates. So you know you get back to that kind of universe where you know, if I'm a GP, I'm getting five templates asking for five things, and but they're all the same data presented five different ways. So it's, mm. it really does create that overhead. Mm. Um, I mean, if ESG is not core to your strategy, it's, it, it, for a GP, it, it becomes another cost that impacts your returns. I mean, that means that, you know, implementing those policies, creating those data sets, you know, specifically, you know, especially if they don't exist and provisioning that data is, is becomes a really difficult task. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess with that being said, there's, there's progress, right? Um, I think GPs are coming around uh, and, and that's really due to probably mostly pressure from their LPs. Mm-hmm. I,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, I think, I think the other thing, that I'd say is, you know, we're seeing a lot of impacts on started to gain momentum, and specifically on the, you know, capital raising side. Um, you know, if you think about that, plus I think infrastructure and real estate managers who probably have a longer view um, or time horizon on their investments are probably moving a bit faster to implement policies to support ASG, and and that's really mostly because they see opportunities to drive alpha, especially in E you know whether that be energy saving or, you know, something that reduces consumption of of one thing or another. I guess talking about really also the rise of some of these ESG targeted funds, the EU Sustainable Finance Framework is you know really pushing more of a goal in the EU to provide guidelines for those funds that market as impact funds. So I think you know that's going to be something that you know not only is going to give you know uh, some guidelines and, and some guardrails but it's something that we can also think is considered both a challenge and an opportunity
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean the more people involved the more people focused and using this as a, as a value creation strategy surely is, is just going to bring about kind of better better best practices or standards or whether, yeah, taxonomies or just, yeah, unified ways of doing things.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I think it's going to push one, you know, I think one of the real opportunities there is it's going to give, you know, um, investment managers really a clear way to, to help market their products because they're going to have to adhere to certain, you know, regulatory disclosures and taxonomies. So, you know, it, it's in a, in, in a way a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as with anything, nothing's ever going to be always easy. But uh, You know, I think, you know, it does help push towards kind of a standard that we're all, you know, in the end looking for.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, yeah, like you say, it's, it's, doesn't look like it's going to be an easy road. Um, obviously, data and reporting, taxonomies, regulation forms a huge part of this. So how can a partner like yourself support investment managers and, and GPs in their ESG efforts?
1: I think, you know, from, from our, our view, I think we're well positioned. I think most of that, you know, if you think about it, what's the role of, a, uh, of an asset servicer? You know, part of that is independence. And so we, we we provide that layer of independence between the GP and the LP. Mm. That's really part of our role. Um, I think things that are also kind of core to what we do is, you know, is data management. You know, it, it's a core competency of, of of these types of firms. We have functions that you know are focused on that data gathering, that data processing, and, and then reporting that back. Um, and you know. We have access to data sources. We have access to tools that really can provide, you know, uh, kind of that top tier reporting that you need and you want to be able to give your your clients. So I think, you know, that should help save, you know, that should certainly benefit as you benefit GPS as you as you kind of consider what you should be doing. I mean, finally, you know, for us, you know, we're taking an active role to understand what's happening. Right, both in the market and in the regulatory space, um, and, and doing that, we're we're trying to craft products that support you know both those needs. I think as we continue to develop what we're doing in that space, we you know what we're trying to do with managers as well as investors is kind of take that consultative approach. You know, a lot of things are still undefined right now as to you know how that's going to go forward. Um, you know, and we're preparing ourselves to take managers on that journey that we can support their needs we can support their their investors needs and and we can support the you know their regulatory needs Mm. so i think i think those are kind of the things those are the services that we're striving to and and we think that we'll you know we we are in a position to to really deliver value
0: Mm -hmm. i mean yeah absolutely having you know all those extra pairs of eyes and ears on the ground thinking about this and you know, that collective, the collective kind of effort can only, can only be of huge support and and huge help on this, on this journey. Fantastic. Okay, Mike, well, great to speak with you again. Thank you so much for your, your time and your insights.
1: No, thank you.
0: And thank you very much for listening.